Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us for a 100% Christmas carol free Christmas edition. <laughs> no singing. No singing. There'll be no singing in my scenes. <laughs> you could probably sing, actually. I would, you know, you probably carry a tune. No, I could carry a tune. Yeah, if I, I had so. to. I thought, no, no carols, though. I've got like a strict no caroling okay. rule. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, we arrive. End of another year. Yes. I was remarking before the podcast that as I get older, the maximum of every year goes faster. Continues to be true. Yes. And every year, it amazes me at where we were last year, tomorrow, again. Yeah. this year. And we're not really hanging out for any game this Christmas. No, there not was really. Anthem, and then there was Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, which would have been last well, year. Last year, and it would have just been on the cusp of being released just about been now. Released. Yeah, yeah kind of thing. Released. Hanging out. Yeah. No, I'm not really. Hanging out for anything, and I think um, that's probably a good thing, to be it honest. It is a good thing, yes. Um, With I've, that massive library of unplayed games. Well, I've loved diving back into my Humble Bundle backlog of games in there. Yeah, have found some real gems this year, so i definitely going to continue just looking back in there and seeing what yeah. there is to have. We even just mentioned Tropico yes. before as well, which is another Humble Bundle thing. Yes. Um, I'll have to go back and check that out. And speaking of Hummel Bundle, and crush some more Hammer Ting. Yes. Uh, the weirdest name for a game. It is. A Every very time I try, weird someone name. told about it, they're like, what did you just say? Yeah, what is like, it? The- this is what it is. They actually have Hammer Tings in the game. It's actually a mechanic. Okay. You have, um, I think, might have just recently added, because this game is like still actively being but, developed um, and developed and stuff okay. like that. Yep. Even the co op stuff only just like dropped as we started, started playing it. Oh, as yeah. I started playing it. Um, but uh, yeah, you have like um, permanent upgrades. So all the dwarves come to the Great Hall. Yeah. And they discuss for a little bit and they go, yay. And then you get whatever bonuses it is movement speed, more, okay. whatever. Yep. Um, they all go back out to the, into the map and continue okay. building. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, um, interesting session dominated by water. <laughs> so Not flooding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a little bit of flooding. A little bit of flooding, yeah. Okay. So like, I didn't really understand. When I started playing the game, the water that came, there's little sphincters all around the map, yeah, right. That's just shoot out water periodically, okay. And they're only spitting out a little bit of water, yeah. like a little, yeah. That was stop. it. Yeah, that changes, Tony, <laughs> in a big way. They dump water out, so my huge reservoir that I made to like capture as much water as we needed just got Full. flooded, absolutely <laughs> flooded. Um, and so I kind of channeled two of these sphincters into, yeah, one, into the, one reservoir. One reservoir. Um, there's one more in the reservoir that, um, because it's overflown, doesn't they don't seem to produce water if the water touches uh, the sphincter to, to where they are. Yeah, kind okay. of thing. Because oh, I'm already full and don't yeah. put any more water. So I blocked one off, and then I, I I blocked off another one. It was up high, and then we came back later, and just like oh, there's a goon stuck somewhere. Oh, he's stuck. Inside the container I built for it, uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll take care of this." And like the next hour, he spent trying to <laughs> get like this guy get this, well, get him out, and then build it without having anyone stuck inside of it. <laughs> it's one of those times where like I really wish the dwarves had more manual control, the automatic control. Yeah, yeah. There was something about it being up high. Or close to something, like because it was right at the very top. Yeah, there was whatever it was about it. They it just, just wanted to keep going back there. It just did not work. They kept trying to get inside the box and then seal themselves in. Like they don't <laughs> make the intelligent decision of going. If I close this, can I get back out? Yes. Is not a question anyone was asking. All right, it's very easy to climb into the box and then nail the lid on. That's it. It's much easier to do that than to go on the outside and nail the lid on. So apparently so. Do. Apparently so. Oh, now I'm nailed into the box. <laughs> So instead, at the end, after all this, he just built this huge wall that just blocked off an entire like section over there of the map that was like, <laughs> it can flood, no problems. Yeah, like, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. even matter anymore. There's so much water in the map that it, it, yeah. it actually- like, Water is tr- not that The idea of, of like keeping a reservoir yeah. was a completely naff idea in okay. the beginning. <laughs> actually, what I ended up doing was I we had a sphincter like right in the middle of the base. Yeah. I sort of built a little box that kind of matched the layout of the base. Yeah. I let that fill with water or not as is required kind yeah. of thing. And then they can just go and use the pump and that sort of creates water. And then you can dish that water out into basins yeah. that are closer to where your benches are kind of thing. Um, so I'll just do that from now on. That will probably be enough water. 
or we can create other ones or, or something that we need. But that's but, the thing with these oh, games man. is you don't know the rarity of the resources when you start playing. It's tough, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So as a result, well, the dwarves don't drown. There's, water has no detriment that way. All the okay. buildings still work, everything. But like, They're uh, just underwater. Yeah, they move really <laughs> slow is the downside. They're not as efficient right. going through water. Yeah, so I end up having to just actually um, like cut holes in the ground to drain it all back down the main shaft where, I, where all the water had been going anyway kind of thing and flooding the, the lower levels as I built this giant shaft directly into the earth. <laughs> so that was great. That was great fun. And the game kind of like ooh, chugged a little bit as like all this water physics was like trying yeah. to work out where this Where's water, the water was going to go and trickle all the way down half of that. Oh, that was and that hit was the magma fun. and turn into steam and come back up again. Well, that's what we're trying to do, but we've we've gone a long way through this frozen biome and haven't hit anything else yet. There's one more biome to find. Okay, and it was like it's like two in the morning, and we're still going. That's like one more, <laughs> one more, one more say to, just to yeah. get to the next. And it was still ice. I'm like, ah, oh, let's yeah. just just call it there. But it's a ga- two in the morning kind of game where like you just one more thing. Yeah. One yeah, more thing. Just do this. One more, just thing. Do One this. more thing. Oh, now that I've done that, I just need to do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so f- uh, I love and hate those games at the same time. Yeah. Because they it. keep you up until two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of times it's been like, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Josh Duran will, will play some. And I'm like, oh, it's already 1030. If we get started now, <laughs> it's going to quickly become 1230 and then it'll be two o'clock in the morning yeah. again kind of thing. It was only because I didn't have to go to work in, in the morning. I was like, oh, let's just let's just go. Kind yep. of thing, yeah. Go late, but oh man, yeah. So uh, Hamilton continues to be uh, fun uh, and interesting. I think the only thing I'm finding hard about it is knowing like the rules of all the automation and all these mm. bits and pieces and stuff. So like, there's this whole gem thing. You you write you raw you mine raw gems, mm. and then there's like say five levels where you take 20 raw to make one whatever it is, and then you take three of those to make one of these, and then three yeah. of those to make, and they go up to the very top, to the top, whatever it is. So you're just you know, funneling them up. Yeah. But there's weird rules about way it allocates resources and then locks those resources in so you can't move. And if you don't have enough ordered in the system, it kind of locks the whole thing up. Like if it's got two raw emeralds and it's got you know it's got like a hundred sapphires but there's two raw emeralds it'll wait for the third one to come before it finishes making that and then it can then start using sapphires and stuff and sort of weird like because you can't say to the building oh only make sapphires or only make things even with the bars like whatever material you use it just sort of like uses whatever's available you can't say i want to make copper things uh, it creates some weird logic rules that sort of are not intuitive. At the end of the day, I had to like make a hundred of the base gem, so there was always enough space for it to pull in more. Mm-hmm. We had just warehouses full of gem- uncut gems, and like, why aren't you processing these? Why are you waiting? Yeah. I know there's yeah. like literally like three hundred white waiting to be processed, kind of thing. And so there's a bit of a weirdness with like the the rule, like the priority rule as well. Like, there's only three priority levels, and so if you've got like the storage on high, looking for ore, and the uh, the smelter on high, they kind of fight for the for the um raw materials. for the raw materials. So you be really you're really careful about how you structure your priority. Yeah. I really feel it needs like a five step priority system so you can yeah you know work that out. But yeah, um, apart from that, and, and yeah, like you gotta like learn. How rare is this? How good yeah. is this? Why does this, you know, before yeah. you really understand how to build out kind of thing, I've worked out that you don't need to even, um, which is great. I was building a staircase down and then a track next to it. Don't have to. You just build the track and they actually get, jump in the minecarts and build the track from the yeah, minecarts okay. and do all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, well, that's going to save a lot of yeah. time and effort doing this. A lot of this Luke time. Of, yeah, that's it. That's the doors still do the work, but yeah. it's less Luke time. That's it. That's it. You know, uh, Less building, making rock to make staircases, which yeah. then you need to put lanterns on because otherwise enemies spawn on the staircases <laughs> and run straight into your base kind of thing as well. Uh, and there's also a weirdness around, that's not weirdness, but like there are two layers so there's like a background layer yep. and a foreground layer and some things can go over them, but yep. some things can't. So yep. you got to be really careful about how you build out your different pieces and stuff, which layer 
yeah. the thing you're building actually yeah. lives on kind of thing. Uh, but that's been it's been fun. Definitely just to keep, I just want to keep playing it. That's good. Kind of thing. So just need to find the time to yes. spend on it because it is, yeah. we're, only, we're only doing the one playthrough and I don't know how many hours we've played yet, but it's been a few, two of us going at it kind of thing and we're still not anywhere near the victory condition, which is winning the overworld map. So there's like a, you can supply your allies with all the materials from your mountain home yeah. to help them win. And um, we're not anywhere near that yet. They're not uh, winning. No, once a couple of battles, but they're not like, yeah, and I think it's partially because we don't have the food situation sorted yet. We're not making enough different types of food to then have enough excess to ship out yeah. to them. Plenty of like weapons and stuff, that's fine, but not food. I think the food is going to be the key and making better farms and things like that. So I have to wait and see how that goes. So yeah, hammering. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if I. I feel it's still under development at the moment. So right. I would say yep. unless you're really keen yeah, at wait for this it to stage, be fully developed. I think there's still there's still a few things they're adding to the game that have been beneficial. Like even um they're doing some work around farming and how farming's gonna work in the future. Because at the moment the stupid dwarves don't prioritize replanting yep. the thing. So that can be a real micromanagement problem that shouldn't really shouldn't exist, exist kind yeah. of thing. Like they should be smart enough to always yep. you know keep it planted first and then take the excess off for yeah, other production kind of thing. So apart from you know, uh, you know things like that are still being worked on. I think it's going to be a really good game. Cool going forwards, definitely. Good. I do want to like just beat it once though, so I can move <laughs> on to something else. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. To yes. <laughs> yes. see, let's see. Yeah. Um, but then you beat the it. game and you find out that it's not actually the end of the game, like we did with the division. Oh yes, yeah. Well, God forbid you should actually be allowed to beat a game. Yeah. And just say, I clocked it. No, that doesn't exist anymore. No, no. you must keep on the treadmill. Yeah. Oh, you thought you reached into the treadmill? Mm, you've yeah, got a general even bliss. bigger, shinier treadmill. Now the game actually starts. <laughs> yes, yes. You finished the Thank tutorial. You for, yeah, that sort of feels like, doesn't it, a little bit? Yep. Yes, we finished the story of Division. Yep. All my missions completed. Haven't finished upgrading... All, no, the all the main base. base yet. Need to do yeah. more on that. But yeah, that was um, unsurprising, I suppose. I knew, I knew no, that yeah, was coming. Yeah, 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 kind of thing. Like, a, yeah. But I play particularly our last session. Yeah, I really love the way the game rewards teamwork. It really does. It yeah. felt like with the way those um, uh, last man battalion, last man battalion. Yep. They were. Very aggressive. They were. They were rushing us. Very yeah. like that was a whole new tactic that we yeah. actually had to retreat quite a few times, which yeah. is not normally. No, we never did have to worry about that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was really interesting seeing that tactic shift, which was good, being that they are a yeah, military organization. Soldiers, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. You'd expect like a, uh, more advanced tactics and things. Yeah, uh, but I love yeah. the way you could lock down enemies with the. Suppress them with the light machine gun, and yes. I could just run up behind them with the shotgun. Oh, that was so much fun! And as long as they stayed suppressed for long enough, yep, they would still be worried about you when they became unsuppressed, and then I could not have to worry about my shotgun yeah. running out of bullets. That was great. Yes, I think uh, as well. Like there's a couple of times where I, you know, um, Pete was down, and you run over to help him, and I would just sit down, just suppressing yes. the two other goons. They're just waiting for you guys to come back online, and then go. Okay, well now we can go again. Yep. Let's just yep. you know kick on. That was super handy. Yes. Super handy. Oh, like there was a, on that last mission, you was like some turrets you had to disable and you were running around doing that. And I was able to suppress a couple of guys, let you sneak past, yes. turn the turret yeah, on. Yeah. And the turret started and just taking them out anyway. Out. I was yeah. like, oh, well, that's easy enough. I had to yeah. get around the right position to distract them and we we're off and running. And, it was very, and then the, the one point where then I went too far ahead and I got stuck by the snipers. Until you guys could come out around, oh, you guys took out the snipers without any problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were focusing on me. Yes, that yes. was that was interesting. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, I'd snuck around all the way around the side, and then there was another side door that you could only go through one yep. spot, and the two snipers were just sitting there guarding that door, ready to go. Yeah, definitely makes the like a, a tanking build might actually be worthwhile making something that can take aggro. Yeah, because definitely the light machine gun has a few. I don't know if it's like machine gun or if it's just mods in general have a few. No, wait. I've seen less threat. You can reduce your threat. threat. Yeah, there's I don't no know increase, if it's increase your threat. threat. No. So just if everyone else reduces their threat and you keep the ma yeah, like yeah. maximum, then, then you know, everyone you can focuses be on you. Tanking kind yeah. of thing. That really does make a difference for yeah. sure. So someone yeah, get around and flanking. Yeah. Yeah. It, I really noticed the difference of when we when we had our 
teamwork going well, yeah, it yep. was much. We were much more successful rather than when we're just three individuals doing our own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I saw that, like your little mind go, I'm like, oh, off goes a turret, you know, and the the goes off, the turret lands and starts laying into them as they're all like, oh, I'm on fire, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of thing. That that one two combination was very effective yeah, it was. when it, when it came off, kind yeah. of thing, rather than you know. The turret going out and they start to scatter, and then the mine doesn't. You know, you really need to get those yeah um, steps in order. Yep. Yeah, it was very reward. It got more rewarding. The further the, we more, got more on. options, we got more options, options, and so which helped. And I, then yeah, we yeah we weren't getting immediately killed as well as the other thing when we were playing it when we were a bit under undergeared. Mm. We weren't getting into trouble. We were just dying rather than getting into trouble and trying to work out how to get out of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we even used some. I used some consumables. I oh. used some water a few no, times. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> yes, these have incendiary bullets. Yeah. Yep. Very and nice. Notice a little bit of difference. Like the extra twenty percent damage to elites when you've got like f- when you have five elites, yes. not just one elite. Yeah, yeah. That actually then becomes worth the time of yeah. actually equipping it and stuff. Yep. That was really good. Yeah. Um, I also think definitely. Uh, I said before, but say it again. Selling weapons and getting cash, and then buying yeah, yeah, it's better much weapons. Better than trying to get the loot. Oh. Build using the crafting system or oh, trying to get good loot drops. Yeah, I don't but know that's- what that's going to be changed now that we've switched over to the end game. Whether that'll be not true anymore, but for sure. Well, you'd think crafting would be better now because if we get level thirty crafting engrams. That's the problem was the engrams were all stuck to the level that you got them yeah. at. So, so you, no point because lev- you leveled up so quickly. Uh, yeah. There was no point crafting anything because it was out, uh, uh, under-leveled it took so quickly. so much. Well, you need to get the engram and then like, yeah. so much to get up to it. Just buying the gun was like, oh, well. Yeah, I just I'd spend that money. Bought yeah. three LMGs, I think, um, and worth it every time to keep yeah. that like at the yeah. peak level. Yeah. Really noticed the difference. So, um, And then when it, when it went to um, – High end, a high end. It actually converted itself over to a gear score as well, so yes. it was high enough level to get yeah. that benefit as yeah. well, which is really nice. So, um, yeah, I want to go back and I want to finish the military, the wings all off, yes, and do that, and yeah. then try and the a new, few of these missions and yeah, things. the new mission types that have yeah. come unlocked. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't know how much played after that, but definitely want to no. give it a few more. Yeah, give it a couple goes more tries before yeah. we um, move on to the next thing for sure. But as a as a team looter shooter, I've certainly enjoyed it. Yes. Because it rewards good team play. It does And reward. they don't all do that. No. So that's really good that it rewards really good. good team play. Yeah. It would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Too many collectibles. That's my biggest complaint. <laughs> yeah. That's I a, love collectibles, yeah, but there's yeah, just so many, many collectibles. There are so many. Um, the story overall I found a little bit. Yeah, it was a bit ho-hum. Yeah, it was a little bit disjointed as well. Well, I think that's just the nature of like. Yeah, I think if we go back and play so... that, yeah, there's possibly a way to go to that interface where you can go back and see all the intel and stuff that you've collected. Yeah. There may be that. a way to play the story through again coherently. I think, though, there wasn't anything about it where I'm like, oh, I, I have to. I'm intrigued by this. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, they poised, they put the poison on the money, and guess what? Someone bioengineered the poison, and guess what? The bad military guys turned out to be bad guys, and yeah, there was nothing. That's more than I recognize about the story. Oh, so really? really okay. okay. I knew someone bioengineered something that was made to make this new virus that then yep. got everyone kind of thing. I didn't yeah. realize what's the money thing. They put it on the money. That's how they. That's how it spread so quickly. Right, yeah. right. Okay, where did the virus come from originally or whatever? The it was reason? smallpox and the Russian guy That's right. DNA Russian. tinkered with the smallpox to make it highly communicable yep. and highly lethal right. and resistant to the smallpox vaccinations. Yeah, of course. And then laced the money with it. Yep. And then all you needed to do was release the money into the economy and everybody touched the money. That's why it was called the um, – so I had the name, the name to do with – the American dollar being a greenback. Oh, okay. Yeah, the green yeah. flu. Is that what that's called? Maybe, yeah. yeah I didn't that's even why catch it was that. called the green flu. I yeah. really did not engage with the story, apparently. No, the thing that I liked, with the, yeah. the thing that resonated with me with the story, particularly because yeah. yeah. of the pandemic we're going through. Well, I mean, topical. Yeah, is all those notes, the phones you find and the messages you find, where it's just starting and you can fear, you can, oh. and they've done that really well, the fear and the anxiety. Anxiety, yep. So if at first people are a bit blasé about it because yeah some people are getting sick but you yeah, know I'm okay yeah everyone's I'm getting fine. sick and then yeah. 
actually, the people that are getting sick are dying now, and more people are getting sick, and yeah. I'm not going to work anymore because yep. I'm not going to risk getting sick, and then everyone else isn't going to work, and so now all the utilities are starting to not work. Yeah. And I thought I like that yep. ramping yep. up of people's paranoia. And, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's and then the strange. hospitals got too full, and then they brought in the division first wave, and that all went sideways. I did like the way they put that story up. I it's think just, it could have benefited from a more on-rails story delivery system than the way they used it, but it was still entertaining. Yeah, I think it's got the classic problem of open-world games yes. being disjointed with their stories yeah. by almost by design. Just, almost design, yeah, because you have a choice about how you engage yeah. with it. And the time we spent between... Yes. If you played play this in a month, it might have been different yeah. than what we did kind of thing, I guess. So no no knocks against what's there. What they had was very serviceable. What they oh, had yeah, was a yeah. great lot of factions that were interesting, at least of like yep, the, and you know, different the cleaners enough. and stuff yeah. and whatnot. They definitely behaved... Yes, they behaved differently. ...differently as well kind yep. of thing. So I think the story in terms of supporting the world and the gameplay loops... Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's very serviceable. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> totally didn't 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 um distract me. No, you know from what was going on, I wasn't going. Oh, this is just this is just stupid, stupid kind yeah. of thing. Uh, people behaving exactly how you would turns yeah. out they would behave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm? So mm? thumbs up for Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I see why people why people played it so much when yes. it first came out. Um, now that we get the more polished version with all the bugs and all that yeah, stuff, kind of all sorted in, kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, mm. Want to play number two? And Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yes, which is apparently a little less bullet spongy. Which we both, although I didn't find that last PlayStation when we. Because we had high-end guns. Just thinking. I didn't find that as bullet spongy. Yeah. The whole, every part of the gameplay got better as we went as on. You, yeah, as we went further along. Yeah, you definitely. Know, you're right. More options. But also the bullet sponginess didn't feel No, you really noticed bad. when you were fighting a purple guy was a little bit harder and you had to use cover a bit better. And then yep. you've got a gold guy and now you really had to make yeah. sure you were doing everything right. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, he's another red guy. Yeah. And we're just still shooting him, shooting him, shooting, shooting, him, shooting, him, shooting, him, shooting him, shooting him. Oh, now he's running away, still shooting him, shooting him. Oh, now he's dead. Yeah. That almost went away. We were almost killing the non-elite guys quickly, quickly. enough that they weren't a problem. I put that partially down to keeping my gu- my main gun right on peak level by yeah. buying up my guns yeah, as well. Yeah. So maybe I would have had a better experience. I think that's experience. what made the difference. When we started buying guns instead of relying on loot drops. Drops, yeah. Because I started buying guns as well. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was That was... Maybe that had more of an impact towards that back end of it. But certainly having just the more perks and stuff, I'm sure, made yeah, things yeah. a lot better and stuff like that. For yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, maybe Wildlands next, maybe. Rather, or we'll finish off doing the division, but maybe we'll do Wildlands. Yes. Um, for a bit of a comparison. change, but not a change a kind of thing. Yeah. Because yeah, the Division 2 is very similar to, to number one. Is it? Okay. Well, from what I've I played a lot of the expansion okay. pack of yeah. it kind of thing. So yeah. there's only some. Nice quality of life features that I would like. Okay. For number two, like the area group looting and um, oh, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, weapons and stuff like that. Okay, I have one solid gripe about this game that really annoyed me, and that was the loadouts. The fact you can't yeah. delete the loadouts and the way they made well, I that never whole. Used them. I didn't mean to. I did it by mistake. Yeah. And once you do it, that's it. You've got to load out forever, and so every time you go to do any switching, you've got to like do all the switching. Go back to the loadout, update the loadout. Update the loadout. And then you can go back again, yeah, switch yeah. the mods, mark it as yeah. whatever, and it feels really double-handedly for no... I think it's it's for um, end game. I would imagine it's for the end game that you use If I could loadouts. delete the profile and yeah. go back to not having one, yeah, problem solved. Because I think yeah. it works fine, as you say, but that was really starting to grind my gears towards the end there, okay. trying to like uh, upgrade these things. And just the whole... Uh, the mods are already very... Finicky to have to like yes. go through and redo them yeah. again. Any anything like that, which is yeah. Man, every time you got a new gun, you had to go and take the mods out of the gun you were using and put the guns and mods in the new gun. And you can't strip weapons when they're in a loadout, yeah. so that option just isn't okay. there. So you need to like yeah. change the gun, then get yeah. back, and then get back in again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, waste of time. I used them yeah. at first. Mm. I used the well, like when we were level seven. Yeah, I was using the profiles. Yeah, but I didn't use them after that because I found we found our roles. And I just stuck. Pete was using the sniper marksman rifle. Yeah, I was going close up with the shotgun, and so I just stuck to that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really need the 
profiles. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's um, that's the division done for this year. For this year, probably. Yeah. What else have I been playing? I have also been playing uh, Christmas that. events. Have there Christmas been Christmas events. events? Yes, there have been Christmas events. Yeah. Um, Astroneer had their, um, I don't know if it's an annual event, but certainly another Christmas-related event. Okay, Presents yeah. have been deployed and crashed all over the planets, and you have to go and take them, <laughs> package them up, and then send them on their way okay. to the galaxy at large. Yep. Uh, this wasn't as good as event as the Halloween one Right. I found, um, mostly because... You have to like use a packager to package up the gift and a lot of like moving them around, yeah, really, okay. you know, kind of thing. What you could do though was make them the gifts and like, you can make cosmic baubles, which gave you the most amount of money. Yep. You needed astronium and uh, scrap, okay. which are two hard materials. Astronium you only find in the core, yep. and scrap you only get by grinding up broken or functional pieces of stuff and then creating scrap from it. Yep. So you have a massive shredder. Yep. So I dug a hole. Yeah. A very deep hole. A ho-ho-hole. A ho-ho-ho to the core <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> I, I did that and then I threw, um, <laughs> almost literally, threw the um, platform, the rover, rover platform with all the bits needed for an auto miner yep. down the hole yep. and let it fall all the way down to the core <laughs> of the planet. And then I threw down another platform with a shredder and all those bits and pieces all the way down the hole. Um, they got stuck halfway down. I had to go and rescue them and move them. <laughs> I threw them the rest of the way down the hole, landed on the core and started the auto miner up. Just um, I'm mining the astronium using the auto miner. That was straightforward. Done that. He, yeah. he, he knew how that would work. But the scrap, I had to like build this two-platform beast, one with a massive shredder on it. You need the biggest shredder you can so you yeah. can shred whatever you find. Yeah, just put it, it in the shredder. And a second platform to hold everything else because the yeah. shred takes up like the whole bit. Um, and so I was just driving on the core, which was challenging because uh, low gravity yep. in the core and uh, lots of obstacles you need to grind through. <laughs> uh, and it's digging is already difficult as it is because uh, it's hard to keep yourself level. Yeah. And one of my complaints with the game is that obviously the, the planet's a sphere. Yep. There isn't any good tools to kind of like keep you in a sphere. Like, if you want to make a platform or a road, right, yep. it's kind of hard to make a road that follows the curvature okay, yep. of the planet. Yep. You know, if you build a road on Earth, it would just- It would just automatically be follow the, the curvature you know, of the planet. Yeah. It doesn't. The worlds aren't big enough, obviously, not as big as Earth, so the curvature is a lot more apparent, yeah, yep. you know, that kind of thing, obviously. Which, you know, that, But, like, there's nothing to sort of like- There's even a leveling thing, but the leveling block is only level against the core at that point. It doesn't- yeah. Keep it level as you make as it go out. Around. It just sort of, yep. and there's no tool to do that. There's no tool to say, hey, at my, you know, Z coordinate from the core, yep. keep it that as I move around in X and Y yep. so I can make it yep. a nice flat <laughs> curvature thing. Yep. Like it, so yeah, I ended up getting myself into like a big bit of, bit of earth, got, turns out going down. And before I realized it, penetrated into the actual core of the planet, which is nothing more than empty space with the big, uh, like, because a bit of a spoiler, That's where the Eternal was being born. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's this huge alien, like, artifact thing kind of thing, you know? And so, oh, that was a that was a thing. So, my whole my whole shredding rig is just, like, falling through space. This thing that has weird, dodgy gravity all the time. So, you're constantly getting, like, Flipping gravity floating around, all up and floating, of floating everywhere. Uh, so I built, I dug another huge hole <laughs> in the in this layer to the core. Flew my VTOL unit down there, um, attached it to my um, my bloody uh, my 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 mining Shredder. rig, oh, shredding mining rig, rig. Yep. and and slowly dragged it back up <laughs> out of the hole, back into the main area again. But like. The way the winch works, the it sort of the winch makes whatever is attached to its physics just disappear and become this bouncy mess. Yeah, okay. And so it was just like it doesn't kind of like hang yeah, as yeah. you'd expect yeah. or slowly float or like, yeah. you know, um, if you move forward, it doesn't just like hang back. Yeah. And when you stop, it bounces up. This thing just bounces around the whole time. And if it hits underneath your VTOL, the VTOL lands for a second and stops oh. moving. 
It was very frustrating. It wasn't <laughs> fun very at all. Like, it could have been something that was really fun. Like, yeah, oh, it's a major yeah. mistake. Now I go to that. But yeah. just the process of doing it with yeah. all the weird physics physics that kind of like if you get too close to certain parts, it kind of flips you around so you can yeah. walk on the surface and things, you yeah. know, like it was weird. Anyway, I, I got enough scrap, enough astronium to complete my rewards and got all my seasonal unlocks, whatever the hell yep. they were. I had some skins or whatever. I'm not too fussed about that. It was more just like another challenge. challenge like yeah. you need to do this and build a little rig to print out these bubbles and send them into the rocket and did all that kind of stuff. So that was fun. It wasn't just pumpkin, but it certainly, yeah, shenanigans were abound. My favorite part was definitely just throwing these acquisitive equipment and just, them just throw <laughs> they, uh, down through layer after layer after layer of earth into the, because the Sylvania, the planet I'm on is one of the big ones. So there is like probably like eight levels yeah. to the planet. Like it's a, it's a decent clip to get down there kind of thing. At least when you're down so close, it means you can go to the ferry core and then teleport yourself back up to the surface again. Yeah. As long as you take whatever's on your back, you can take with you kind yeah. of thing. So my last resort was to package everything back up into containers. No, that wouldn't have worked. That's right, because you can't... It only works for stuff that fits on your backpack. Uh, and the thing like the shredder and the... too big. They don't fit on your backpack. Yeah. So that would never have worked. I had to take them back with up the, the old school way kind of thing. Oh, that would have been... That would have been an interesting adventure. <laughs> I had to do it that way. Luckily, luckily they added the VTOL to the game, and I was able to. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think uh, you know what I would have done. Left it there. Yeah. Just leave it there. All this abandoned gear that yeah. I was shredding up in the bottom of the core down there, and you're like, I know exactly why that stuff is there because yeah. getting it back up out yeah, again was just going to happen. Now yeah. just leave it here forever. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was Astroneer. Uh, Fallout had a little update as yeah. well, new new season scoreboard, but they added area loot. So now you go to a, yeah, you go to a, yeah, yeah. Critically, loot all. Anybody doesn't matter if it's yours. You kill just a body on the ground. Area loot gives you like nice little tabs of all the things that are near you, and just a single list of everything that's been on on the ground. Another button, all in your inventory, yeah. immediately over encumbered. <laughs> Great times. Immediately over encumbered. Immediately. That's Depending what on, I want. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So what what we found um, is that. Events like um, a campfire tales where you have to kill a lot of bugs. Normally, you just grab a couple and you move on because trying yeah. to find a little ant amongst the yeah. grass is impossible. Too hard, yeah. Now anymore, just yeah, find just a find, find a body here, find a body over there. You know, kind of like because it's got like a thirty meter radius. So yeah. if you get like two spots, you can get everything that you were there. And um, same thing with uh, the queen. We do the queen. There's lots of lots of ads. Yeah. And normally, I don't really bother with the ads. This time, I'm like, hang on. Okay, there's enough firepower going on the queen already. I'm just going to stand there and shoot every single ad that I see just to keep everyone protected. The loot. And then so much loot, <laughs> so much loot because I didn't have to go and find it. Yes. This meat pile in the grass. Yes, I remember the difficulty solved. of finding the meat piles in the grass. It's solved. Well, I mean, okay, it's not – at the end of the day, like if you shoot something in the, in the far distance and there's no other bodies around, you still got to go find it. Yeah. There is still a, a, an element of, you know – yeah, survival game is difficult. You got to find things and stuff, but yeah. at least for most of the time, you can area you just, list it. So good, game changer. It's one of those things where I'm like, this fundamentally yeah, changes. Of life yeah, improvement should have been there from the beginning. Yeah, for sure. So that was that's been very nice. Yeah, it's been very nice. Yes. What about you, Tony? Have you been? How are you going? Um, Pathfinder in Pathfinder. You were. You just last episode. You just ticked over to this new act, and you had like. Three months, I think it was. Yeah, like so that. I'm down to no. I had, I had six months. I'm down mm. to three months now. Mm. I've got three months till the next event happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've crossed off almost every side quest I've got. Mm. Uh, I've unlocked. I've annexed almost every area to my Ooh. realm. Ooh, aren't you a little conqueror? Yeah, and so yeah. I've now got a weapon smith, an armor smith, a jeweler. A Boa Fletcher, uh, a Taylor, uh, I've got the Alchemist, Oh, and I've got one more. I've got one other artisan. So I've got all these artisans now giving me loot all the time. Unfortunately, they seem to be giving me the same bit of loot over and over again, which is a bit frustrating, (sighs) but uh, I'm selling it and making making more money. And I've got every one of my advisors needs to upgrade, so... I'm very easily going to spend another next three months just upgrading all my advices and stuff and then getting to Act 4. Mm. Yeah, went up to level 11 now, so that's good. 
discovered that I'd leveled up one of my characters incorrectly. Oh, so not good. I've got three free character refreshes, so okay. I'm now down to two character refreshes. refreshes. Okay. Two free character refreshes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's not bad. At least you got a few that you can make yeah. some mistakes on. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get some upgrades for equipment for some of my characters. I'm still running around with the stuff that I've found in Act 2, and I'm effectively at the end of Act 3. Yeah. I haven't found anything to upgrade their gear with, but it's still fun. I'm still enjoying mm. it. Um, finding new monsters now, which is good. So there's um, been a whole a whole bunch of new monsters have appeared towards the end of Act 3 that yeah. have not been appearing before. So I got attacked by my first Mastodon, which was fun. Master, um, dinosaur? Yeah. Rah. Well, not dinosaur, woolly mammoth. Oh, right. Woolly yeah, mammoth. Woolly mammoth. Okay, so yeah. Yep. We used to call them dinosaurs by mistake, but yes. mankind was around when mastodons were yep. around, so they're yep. not technically dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, yep. So yep. saber-toothed tigers, which oh, are called yep. okay. something else, smilodons. So I don't know, that must be the, Could be technical the name correct for name for yeah, saber-toothed tiger, maybe. maybe. Yeah, right. And mastodons have started coming and attacking me, so yeah, and some of my okay. NPC... Stories are getting interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Still good. Nice. Looking forward to seeing what Act 4 brings, though. I'm ready. I think six months was too long. But you can fast forward, can't you? You didn't say you Well, can... you can, but yeah. then I miss out on all the upgrades and stuff. So, I can so see really why all these got, upgrades uh, and stuff are in there. Uh, yep. But now I feel like I'm just doing busy work yep. doing all these upgrades. And the problem is when you do the upgrades, basically your game fast forwards two weeks, mm. which means you have to know that all your events – that your other character, all your other counselors, all their events are going to be okay for two weeks, and there's not going to be new ones that pop up and ones that expire. And so there's a bit of busy work getting all the events tied up, and then you do two weeks. Yeah. And then they'll finish. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of new ones have raised, and some of them you don't want to wait two weeks for. So yeah, right. it's bouncing around what you do. But I've got, yeah, mm. nine advisors now. All oh. of them need an upgrade. So that's 18 weeks worth of upgrading. Oh, jeez. Just upgrading my advisors. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. So not enough time left in the year then to do that. No. 18 weeks, yeah, no. right. Yeah. So it's just prioritizing everything. Yep. Hmm. Still keeping me interested. The time mechanic is really weird. It's, it is a strange mechanic. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, just hearing you talk about it, it sounds like, uh, like you're... You're both in charge of your time, but yet not really in charge of your time. Like, yeah. You kind of want to move on, but you really can't because you're kind of stuck doing this. Yeah. You know, kind yeah, of. Be- it's-, it's because they've forced <clears throat> you to spend the two weeks upgrading your advisors. That's the thing. Everything else, you can pretty much set the advisor to do it and then go off an adventure and do stuff. And yeah. Just, time just passes in the background. But when you're annexing a new area or when you're upgrading an advisor, you actually, your character has to spend two weeks doing that. Yeah. That's so right. That's that, right. Yeah. That. Can be time consuming. Yeah, right. And of course, I'm making the mistake that I don't, when I fail events, I reload to try and not fail the event. So, <laughs> okay, that doesn't partly my own time. worst enemy. Yeah, okay, partly fair my enough. Own worst fair enemy. enough. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still copying a few failed events on the chin. Yeah. When stuff happens that I yep. then don't want to go back that far to try and get that event to not fail. Yeah. But yeah, I am, if it's easy enough, I'll. Go back to a previous save to try and not fail the event. Do it again. I mean, this is a problem with this whole D20 system. Uh, the difficulty system in this game increases the damage that they do to you, reduces the damage that you do to the enemies, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I'm having fights where I'm missing constantly. Like I've got all these really, really good gear and I'm just rolling ones and twos and ones and twos and ones and twos and threes and ones and twos. So missing all the time. So it's already difficult in the sense that it's a D20 system. Yeah. And so that's what happens with the events. Yeah. You roll a D20 against the council. Oh, it's a bit of RNG. Yeah, and if you roll a one, you fail. Even yeah. if, you, if, even if you know, two or more and you succeed, yeah, you roll a one and you fail. Fail. Yeah. So, mm. I, yeah, I have some problems with the D20 system, but not enough to stop playing. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you can always reload then, I guess. That's just what you do, isn't it? Yeah. You suck it up and take your your luck. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm it playing skill, it on the – yeah. I'm playing it on the – Normal difficulty setting. There's okay. three higher difficulty settings. Wow. And I, yeah, so I, I'm already finding it the, the big fights are already challenging enough because you can roll badly and the enemies can roll well. Yeah. And you can get overwhelmed just by bad dice rolls. But then when they've got a statistical advantage as well, they take less damage from you and they do more damage to you in return. Plus, you can have bad dice rolls. I think it could be really brutal. Yeah. Ugh. Not just tactics. It's not just that is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Party placement, yep. party composition, yep. and rah-rah. It's also how lucky you are with the dice rolls. 
it's interesting, but I am mm. looking forward to putting it to bed. I've, I've, I reckon I've had enough of it now. Yep, yep, yep. But right, I've still right. got Act 4, Act 5, and Act 6 to oh, go. Jeez, so. right. Yeah. We'll see if it doesn't burn you out or not. I'm interested yeah. to see, yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll start just failing events and going, oh, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Just move on. I think that's what will happen. Yeah. Because I'm wasting a lot of time reloading. I should just accept the failures on the gin and just move keep on. barreling forwards. Yeah. 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 Interesting, interesting. Uh, last bit of errata. What do you think if I say that um, IGN Japan gave Cyberpunk 2077 Game of the Year? It's it's interesting because what criteria do you judge it on? If you judge it on just the gameplay and the story content and all of that stuff, yeah, it's a very good game, yeah, and worthy of Game of the Year, yeah. But do you judge it on the number of bugs, the number of issues, the unfinished mechanics? were half-baked. Yeah. Um, I think from what I read, I mean, obviously it was written in Japanese, so I only got like transcript, like yeah, okay. transcribed yeah. bits and pieces. I think the story was a very, uh, God, this is like, you know, coming from someone who's, you know, obviously not Japanese or anything like that. Yeah. It seemed like a very relatable Japanese story okay. in that what the, what the person said and the thing was this game asks you what it means to be a hero. Yeah. And what it means to be a hero is that something that I've seen in anime and manga that I've consumed is like a common-ish theme. Oh, like yeah, yeah. All JRPG. That's a very big theme. So for JRPG, them, yeah. I mean, this is a, a Polish studio which ostensibly is not Western, but I don't yeah. know. They're not, it's, not, it's not obviously not an Asian Eastern thing yeah. either. It's kind of... It's it's a Western game, like I mean, a lot of the design, like it's a it's yeah, not a, but maybe it, but like it's it, not American and it's not British. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing wherever that sits. So I think for them, uh, two things seem to stand out to me. One was the story. That question was something that I I hadn't heard any Western outlet talk about. Yeah, at all. Yeah. So that was I think hitting them on that note was like straight away they're like oh I'm engaged yeah. in this kind of a story. Yeah. The second thing was that there wasn't. Uh, there, well, maybe the better way to say it, there were high-profile people in their community going to bat for the game, where okay. in the Western side of things, it was just this echo chamber of it's a terrible game, it's yeah, a terrible yeah, game yeah. constantly. Um, and so, Which it clearly that, isn't. No. It's not uh, a terrible you know, game no, at all. No, it's not a terrible game. Yes, it had a terrible launch, as yes. did Sims, someone's remind me, um, Sims 3, no, Sims, Sims 3? Yeah. Yeah, Sims 83 yep. had it. Oh, atrocious launch. Like at the time, I remember it being like the one Abysmal. of the worst launches of time. Yeah. And now it's just a memory that no one even remembers anymore. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember bad launches. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not not trying to excuse it or anything like that. But yeah. I think the difference was, uh, yeah, hitting on the story notes. Yeah. Um, and that it didn't have an echo chamber just railing against it the yeah, entirety yeah. of its time. Yeah. Put those two things together, made them, you know, consider it for, for game yeah. of the year. That was very interesting. And then like in the, uh, in the IGN America, a JRPG won yeah. game of the year. I can't remember what it, what the name of it is now, but like, it was like okay. a very much a, a reversal yeah, yeah, kind parallel. of thing, you know, um, yeah, that was really interesting. And Cyberpunk mm. did some very interesting things too. I read an article. Oh yeah, uh, remember the crucifixion quest line? Yeah, and I'm how Cinnamon. long? How actually how long that was? It was a very long quest. Line. A lot of conversation. And they get and the, this article was saying how well done it was. It gave you so many options to back out yes. without failing the quest. Yep, you could accept the money. And the quest would succeed. You get a green tick in your quest log. Yeah. You could take him to the studio and then say, that's it. I don't want to be part of the video. Yeah. Brain dance and tick, quest log successfully completed. Yeah. You could get all the way up to actually nailing him onto the cross and say, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Another actor would come in and nail him on the cross and all of the back out. Lots of, so many places you could back out of the actually nailing him onto the cross. Yeah. Putting him up and watching him die. You didn't even have to watch him die. You could nail up onto the cross and And then then not watch him die and leave. So and they said how good that was, that there was censorship, effectively censorship and um, trigger warnings. Yes. Yep. Built in, in to the game. Yeah. Built into the story. It let you know what you're getting in yeah, for. And the whole time I'm playing into. it, I'm going, yeah. I don't know if I really want to do this or not. Yeah. Like, am I? But my I morbid- don't want to fail the quest. Yeah, that was certainly part of it. But for me, I think particularly, I was like, I have to just see where this yeah, is going to go. Like I mirror more, it yeah. drove me through the whole thing. Uh, it's interesting though that you don't fail even when you back out early. I guess all you have to do then is just 
All you have to do is run take down the first guy. guy. Yep. And as soon as you do that, that's it. Quest will succeed. Well, that, that's your gig. That your gig on. is yeah. just to do that. Everything else yeah. is then you just getting involved, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that wasn't a really interesting quest overall. I mean, very little combat. Um, yes. Yeah. If any. At well, there was all, just that gunfight in the tunnel. That was yep. pretty much it. it. Yep. Yeah. And then you're off. Yeah. Escorting him around, chatting with him, and taking him to the, the diner family and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. So, yeah. It, yeah. It did a lot of stuff well. And so it, I think it probably does deserve Game of the Year. I certainly can't think of anything else that I would put. That I played this year. No, nothing that came out this year. That I haven't played a lot of recent releases this year, kind of thing. Um, But for my personal one, I haven't been interested in any of the recent releases either. No, nothing on my radar. No, I looked at Deathloop again, and I'm like, it just looks so. And it went so quiet so quickly, Deathloop. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Say one thing about Cyberpunk: the the hate train certainly kept it in people's consciousness as it going through, kind of thing. Could also be skewed by my Google News search results being skewed as well. But there's still a lot of people talking about it, kind of thing. Um, Even just recently, someone released a mod where they um, added the end cart system to the game, kind of thing. Like they took there was already a texture for the for the um, you know the the monorail. Okay. End cart. Yeah, oh, yeah, and see yeah. that they'd built in the transit, fast travel. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, kind of thing. So they um, took it pre-existing textures in the game for the monorails. Yeah. Um, and then what do they do to it? They were, they were so clever with it. Um, yeah, it was a pre-built model in the game. They bolted it to a motorbike. Oh right! And put the motorbike on, yeah, the, track. on the track. Yep, and then they—I don't know if they built the stations or the stations were already there. Stations are already there. There's some of the fast travel points are stations. Yeah, I guess the inside of the yeah, station. The they probably just um, no, it opened it all up. If you had a look, you could see. I only did this a couple of times. There were turnstiles. There were like four yeah, fast travel locations, right, and there right. were turnstiles leading back into a subway terminal. Yeah. Okay. So what so, they did then was just uh, yeah. remove the barriers. Yeah. And then you can wait, and you got to get on the get onto it and then you just sit there and you just get yep but because um people were saying because it's a bike you can access the radio and play the radio and stuff like oh, that we're okay. just like just yep. cruising around Listening kind of thing to the radio yeah like last episode i mentioned that like i would like them to add stuff like this to the game like that doesn't add you know obviously it's more not like content a new, more con more content yeah but there people like reading the people's comments are like yeah i just i just jumped into the car yeah. put on there my favorite things and just watch the scenery go yeah, past. Yeah. it's a beautiful game you know, and for the people like want to role play, you know, they can then uh, other people that don't use fast travel, yeah, they make it a rule, yeah, yeah And so this yeah. way it gives them a a, a fast faster travel, way to travel, which is not fast travel yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So sort of thing. So that that was really well. I jumped really on one cool. of the Delorean yeah. cabs of what Delamain cabs. Oh yeah, and just sat on the roof of the Delamain and cab just as drove you around as it drove around. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a great way to see the city. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get the dialogue to process. Ah, uh, to hear what yep. it had to say, but it, the dialogue didn't process. But then I got caught up in just watching it do, driving on its loop. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. So like being up a little bit higher as well, so you get more of that like scenery yeah. and stuff. We were really cool. So um, I do, I don't know. I do hope they add more stuff like that to it. I don't. Well, gar- think it's, I, I think the thing yeah. that I really found was missing was a garage because you unlock all these cars and bikes. Yeah, but the only way you can actually see them is by calling them all up and leaving them on the side of the road. It's small a things like that. Garage that, would have been yeah, really good. Really good. Really good. Yeah. 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 I think it goes to show what they built was like you want that stuff because what they built was quite good. Yes. You know? To make you want that, and the weapons locker in your where see, the weapons showed yes. up on your. There were too many iconic weapons. That was another complaint of mine. Well, uh, it should have been that weapons yeah. closet should have had every single iconic weapon would come up there. Yeah. So you know how many iconic weapons there are to collect. Yeah. But, yeah. but it was it was weapons. a bit inconsistent in what showed yeah, up what didn't and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Anything that's part of like outside of the main game, any of those bits really weren't fully fleshed out yeah, they were just as much as janky. they possibly could have yeah. been, you know, sort of thing. Same with like apartments. There's a few mods that had like uh, people have reskinned the apartments okay. and given you like yep. five or six different apartments to pick from, kind yep. of thing as well. So that was that's really cool too. I probably uh, it's in, uh, it's, again it's one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, that's great. And I went back to my apartment like four times. Yeah, I hardly ever went back you know, to my apartment. It's like I get, I do understand why they didn't spend that dev time yep. doing it. Yeah, I would still really, I still really dig it. I probably if I'm gonna 
play it through again, depending on where like DLC and everything's at, I would certainly consider grabbing a few of these mods and installing them just to give myself a few new things yeah, yeah, to, to do. play around with and whatnot. You know, yeah. Um, and that'd be fun. A garage would be good too, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm just thinking in GTA, right? You can buy all these things and have all your cars in there. And yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't see, I got all these cars in GTA. I don't even bother with it in yeah. that kind of thing. And that's ostensibly more about this sort of stuff. But it is nice in my arcade when I go down there and I can look at all my cars and go, which yes. one do I want to drive out here today yes. kind of thing, you know, and you can get like multi-story car parks and stuff yeah. with that and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be nice that you could kind of fill it up with all the bits and pieces you get and then um, even like respray them and stuff would yeah. be good. Do something. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And like people have even said like even if you could just respray it with the variations of the cars that already exist yes. in the game and you could just yes. like pick from 10 yeah. pre-made ones would be really good as well. Like yeah. all that stuff they could potentially add in there. Obviously, they just spent time doing other things yeah, that were did. important yeah. and stuff like that. So maybe next year we'll be able to get a bit of um, DLC bit of that going game. action. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely looks like there's the new Witcher game in the in the works as well. Okay, so well, I love The Witcher Three. I cannot sing that game's praises enough. But we came to it late, so all the bugs were squashed, and yeah. well, not all the bugs because we found a few bugs ourselves. But I just thought it was an amazing game. I yeah, I I, I, I love The Witcher. The Witcher, I played all th all three of the games. Yep, they're all great. I don't like them as much as I like Cyberpunk. Okay, and I think for me. I think um, I think I played Cyberpunk wrong too because uh, I wanted to play Cyberpunk like a wizard and, and the game wasn't – I mean, hacking into the security camera and then killing all the enemies is, remotely yeah. was kind of fun, but yep. it got very same-samey. Samey, yeah. It's almost while. too powerful. There, yeah. probably isn't, there probably isn't a good counter yeah. from that. From There weren't enough net runners yeah. in the game to, yep. to, to sort it. of like balance that out probably. Yeah. It's probably – yeah, it's probably a very valid criticism that that build was OP. Yeah, very much. Kind of thing. I find a good net spot. Netwatch really should have come on to you. Yeah, yeah. Right? It should have been like – then it would have been like some sort of like Netwatch like if you target them too much, then you get a wave of them yeah. coming in yeah. just to sort of like – well, even if they boot you out of the system, so surely they can yeah. find out which camera you hacked into to, and, and boot you, boot out, you of out of the system. Even if they can't get you, they can probably kill your access yeah. temporarily or something like that. But that I found so many good. of the areas, yeah. you find a nice good spot where you can just see one of the security cameras yeah. and people doing a patrol can't see you. You hack into that camera and then usually from that camera you could see another camera. Yeah. And then from there you could pretty you much get access to the whole, the whole base. Place. Yeah. And then you just use your different hacks on so them. and Do it there. Yeah. Yep, I, I just um, I guess the quests, some of the quests that was in there, like Cinnamon. Uh, you know, the other one that I really liked was the guy that's running for mayor. Yep, the Parallels quest, quest. That was a really good um, quest. Rivers quest with that serial Rivers killer looking for his thing. Yep. You know, um, uh, Evelyn's um, post heist. That was super dark. Oh, the so yeah. yeah, I was not expecting that. I went, I went really nasty places. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, the the nomads to a lesser extent. I did enjoy. Um, the politicking, like the yeah, power struggle between yeah, yeah, the, the two kind of thing and them, stuff, yeah. you know. They're, they're quests that I think back on. I don't think back on any of the quests for the most part in um, in The Witcher. Witcher. Well, I think the yeah. difference for me between The Witcher and Cyberpunk is you made V however you wanted. Yeah. Whereas the game designers decided who Geralt was and you played Geralt. I think that's why I like The Witcher 3 more. Okay. Because they could be more consistent with the storytelling. Yeah. Knowing Geralt's personality than they could the, with Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, the storytelling is probably better because it has that more, although it's open world, it does have a more directed narrative yeah. to it. And a lot of the times, like you go to Skellig and you do all the Skellig yeah. stuff. And like, um, but I just think I didn't really, yeah, click with any of the quests. I don't really remember a lot of the quests or what happened or they don't yeah. feel like they're very impactful necessarily. The only one that kind of, I remember is the um, uh, Heart of Stone yeah. quest line. Yeah. That guy's story was a bit yeah. like interesting good. there as well. Like, yeah. but the rest of it, um, yeah, I guess I don't find that. I didn't find the aesthetic of the of Witcher to yeah. be as interesting as Cyberpunk aesthetic. So, like the style, okay, you know, that visual style is just, I guess, really appealing yeah. for me. Yeah. The soundtrack is really good. Loved all the soundtrack from that kind of thing. Yeah. I always yeah. turn the radio off. <laughs> oh, fair enough. First yeah. thing I did, turn the radio <laughs> turn off. Get out of that music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, like, you know, it doesn't, it just hit on more, on more notes, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
I, I love being a, a ninja shotgunner as well. That was just so much fun. Yes, with those two things together. Yeah, I, I just, think um, a character respec would have made my experience completely different if there'd been an easy way to character respec throughout the game. Yeah, because I did. I I loved the cyber hacking at first. I loved it, but then yep. I just it did. It got so powerful. I then started playing with a gun and a sword. Yeah, and didn't have the perks and stuff perks to go with it. Go with, yeah, so it wasn't as much fun as the cyber hacking. For stuff. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting that they didn't. So many other games have got a, a, like a character reset function in them, but Cyberpunk didn't. just didn't. I think it did, they do now. I think they added it in. Oh, they added it in, did they? I have a suspicion. Okay. It's one of those things that okay, they they fixed. Yeah. Um. Thing. Um. Yeah. Uh. Or at least maybe it's only a partial. A partial respec potentially as well. But yes, I'm there was. Sure. There was the there was a ten thousand dollar yeah cyberware that you could buy that reset all your perks. I think, but yeah. it didn't reset any of your abilities. Yeah, so that was a mistake. I'm not sure if they because the two so. things were linked. Yeah, so you needed to completely reset your character. It only reset your perks. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I oh, look. You know, it's by far. By far not perfect. I don't know if it deserves to win Game of the Year necessarily. I don't like, although I love the hell out of it. Yeah. And it might be my personal one. Yeah. I'm not sure that objectively you could say that it was. There's been a lot of good stuff to come out this year. Yes, I really enjoyed Ratchet and Clank. That was very good. That was this year. Yeah, that was this yeah, year. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it was just another iteration on the Ratchet and Clank engine. Yeah. Whatever you call it. What do you call that? Oh, the, just the formula, I formula. guess. Like the formula, formula of Ratchet and Clank yeah. is and just it another. Did it brilliantly, but yep. it was just another iteration no, of the Ratchet yeah. and Clank formula. Which is, I have no, I have no problem with that necessarily. Like, no, as long as, as, long as it still feels fun, fun and fresh, fresh, it's yeah. worth doing. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I can't think what else. I can't. I really haven't kept up to date with anything much this year. That, I mean, like Hades was very popular. Um, I think that might have won a few Game of the Years okay. as well. Yeah. Um, but again, it's. Just another roguelike, yeah, isometric yeah. action yeah. thing. I don't really even know. Like, I'm just like, uh, yeah. Not that, like, I'm Cyberpunk is another open world RPG. Like, yeah. Yeah, enough of yeah. those kind of thing. I just, um, yeah. The stories felt relevant and interesting and thought provoking. Oh, definitely. For, um, a, for an RPG, much more thought provoking than a lot of the stuff we've seen recently. Yeah. Yeah, thumbs up. The level Very design good. as well, like the multiple approaches. Yes. Yeah, you know, all that stuff was really well done. Uh, but yeah, anyway, my point was just like, it's interesting, you know, just our modern gaming culture, you know, with the way we have social media and influences yeah. and, yep. you know, that like, oh, because streamers have decided that WoW isn't where they want to play anymore. That Final Fantasy is seeing record numbers yeah, yeah. of people playing, and and how that that has changed. Like yep. it, it's you know uh, maybe magazines in the past might have had the similar kind of effect about like getting people to play, but like these influencers uh, having that impact, and then obviously if they don't like something and they start producing yeah, yeah. a lot of content about it, how that can have an impact, impact. as yeah. well. And if you're outside of that sphere, how your perception may change. I'm completely outside of that sphere, so I don't know any of that. Yeah, so, kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, we both still read gaming media, so we're still getting influenced oh, from yeah. it. I guess Japan's isolated because of the language barrier. Yeah. You know, so it kind of keeps it as a separate yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Interesting. Coarsening, for, for, you know, the internet having a million voices that can... Say yes. something. Yes. It seems to be that we actually have less discourse more rather than more kind of thing. Yeah. Because the loudest voice seems to yeah, be, be the one that's heard. I, I mean that's why it's always been yeah. you know, kind of thing. It's always been the loudest voice with the biggest platform has been the one that set the narrative for yeah. what we what we think. And maybe that's just the same thing. I mean we went through a little format. Yeah, yeah, and we went through a small window of time where the internet was liberating for the yeah. individual voice, and that's now well and truly long gone. Gone collapsed back into yeah. like the top one percent of streamers on Twitch are the ones that dictate yeah. the biggest games of yeah. or not of the year kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'll be interested to see what the next year brings. Maybe twenty twenty two, the Baldur's Gate, maybe to play. Yes, next year. I heard good. I heard a good report about Baldur's Gate oh, three. Okay. So, um. Look, I'm going to give it another go. I'll go yeah, I definitely, give it a go. definitely, I, you know, and we got to multiply it. Yeah, um, 
I still feel the same way about Divinity as we did when we played it. It hasn't hasn't changed, but I'm I'm definitely I'm less annoyed about it now. I'm willing yes. to give them another chance yes. now to that we're not impress actually getting, me. Getting it bashed into our face again every time we play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess I've read a lot of it. Uh, uh, Mandela effect. Once you start seeing something, get, you see it all the time. That's not the Mandela effect, is it? That's the one about whether Man- Nelson Mandela died or not. Um, and I want the thing is where you, once you see something, you see it again and yeah, again. Yeah. But uh, maybe I've also been like just reading the comments and things. And people are like, when people have read about it, I'm like, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying about yeah. it. I can see why you really enjoyed yeah. it and why it didn't hit for me. So, you know, they were so close with the uh, with the formula for it yes. that, um, you know, and we forgot like this, uh, you know, Forgotten Realms is so. Yeah, thick. well thought out and fleshed out. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, get rid of all of that kind of like, and I don't know what the division A lot more structure, structure and in character there. classes and, and stuff, stuff as well. What they can do with it, yeah. with that. It's going to be very interesting. Give them another chance on that. Um, hopefully, some Cyberpunk DLC to go back to. Yes. Um, nice. Might even have some some Dragon Age and Mass Effect rumors to ponder. Yes. Because yes. they've got to be. Iron Marvel Midnight Suns is theoretically coming in March next year. You won't like it, but I'll like it. It's an <laughs> um, XCOM-type game. An XCOM-type yeah, using game. Yeah, using the darker uh, Marvel characters, Ghost Rider and Blade. and Okay. Yeah, that's why okay. Midnight Suns. Yeah, right. Yeah, All so right. I'll give a report on that when that if that eventually I – doubt, I doubt it will be out in March because I've signed up for yeah. the newsletter and I've not had any updates at all. And March is actually just around the corner now. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I yeah. doubt it will be March, but hopefully sometime in 2022. Okay. That's on my radar. Mm. Interesting. Next year, I will definitely be getting into some more Humble Bundle backlogs. Yes, yes. some more There's opening so the time capsule up. Can capsule yes. up, yes, Excellent. yes. Definitely get to play Surviving Mars. Yes. So we yes. Can, I can play that again. Yes, I will do that soon. Uh, yeah, but um, I think uh, in the most recent bundle, uh, there was a game called Mordal in it. Um, ah yes, which is like yes. a, a PvP sword fighting, sword fighting, yeah. and and or uh, I think like catapults and things and bows and arrows and stuff as well. Okay. But like it's some sort of like um, medieval hack and slash, hack and slash PV, PvP yeah. thing though. So yeah. uh, I can give it a go. Let's see how that rolls. I feel like it's probably one of those games where by now. The 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 people playing it are like on another level. Yes, from everyone else. I feel it might be a lot of me just dying a lot. Yes, but I feel. I don't. I don't know. Kind of thing. I'm not. I don't think it has a huge progression system in it. So it might be a right. bit more flat and a bit more skill based rather yeah. than having skill and also and a whole gear. bunch of gear and stuff yeah. over the top kind of thing. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I played a. I did play one little other game in there uh, called. Um, Oh, something like Mr. Turnup avoids his taxes. <laughs> okay. And I'll finish it off and give a, a longer report. But essentially, these people have, these developers have distilled a sort of a, a Zelda link from the past. Is that, is that the top down Zelda game where you had like the, yeah, you looked up from yeah, the maps and you so. go around to the different screens and things? Yeah. Taken that game and distilled it down to its essence so you can kind of like speed run it. Like speed running is a thing they do in this kind of game. So it has all of the bits, but they're all just to the very – and just full of references and jokes about the genre you're playing kind of thing. It's like that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, like uh, it starts off with he gets his taxes and he he tears it up. (laughs) And so now he owes, you know, uh, taxes on his greenhouse that he runs. And you're being coerced by, like, I think a local, a lob, a local mob boss to do tasks for him. Yeah. And then, um, you know, immediately there's two villages and, like, it's like, oh, can you can you give the girl down the way this – can you can you water my plant with yeah. the watering can, take the flower, give it to the girl, mm-hmm. say that I love I love her or I'm interested yeah. in her or whatever, and then she gives you a, a, a note to take back. <laughs> the thing is, the game has a thing about ripping up notes – so as soon as you get the note, you just tear it up. It's like the option you can tear it up. And then she's like, well, that's rude. And then it moves on kind of thing. So it's got this like very, you know, oh, I can teach you how to use a watering can. Yeah. I can teach you how to water something yeah. and then pick something up. So there's a whole mechanic yeah. there and then complete this little, oh, let's – and then we'll send a note and then they'll yeah. – no, you send the note and you tear, tear it up, up. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So like 
I think that's kind of this game in essence is like what it is, but this is that writ large yeah. kind of thing. So I started playing. I'm like, what is this thing? You know, and it wasn't. Oh no, I see what they're what they're doing now. So I got to go back. That was another humble bundle, and the title just yeah just got me. You yeah, know, kind of thing. So uh, I'll pull back on that. But yeah, uh, AAA games can jump in a fire. Yeah, it's been a hell of a 2021. No more pre-orders no no never never pre-orders yeah, even with the perks that they give you yeah not worth it yeah uh and not even for the podcast maybe because no. we haven't had a lot of luck no you yeah. know cyberpunk was like right on the edge of like it oh was. it could have really yeah, been yeah. a disaster like yeah. it was a, a, a yeah. very close kind of thing to being bad sort of thing so uh more patient gamers more waiting for reviews to come out yeah a promise for 2020 until something shiny comes out. 2022. Like, no, I must yeah. have it. Or 2022. God. Yeah. Oh, so many years in that title already. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. So, uh, everyone have a great holiday break. Yes, indeed. Tony, have a great holiday break. And we will see everyone in the new year. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.